Welcome to the Fully Restored Podcast. Christians often struggle to talk about areas of deep hurt like trauma or abuse, shame or betrayal. These are deep soul wounds. Friend, Christ came to not only heal us from our sin, but from our soul wounds as well. My name is Kristen Klaus and I'm a licensed professional counselor and author. And my guest and I are here to walk with you on your healing journey. We see you and hear you. Friend, if you hang with me, apply these truths to your life, you will be on your own path to a fully restored story. Grab your coffee, tea, or favorite drink, and let's get started. Hello, friends. I'm Kristen Klaus, and welcome to the Fully Restored Podcast. Can I just say I am so excited to be back with you all? And you're probably wondering, what are you talking about, Kristen? You've been here every week. We can listen to an episode. Well, actually, the episodes that have been airing over the last couple of weeks have been episodes I recorded back in the fall of 2020. And for those of you that know, I got COVID. I was one of those that got COVID. And unfortunately, I was considered and still am considered a long hauler. I've had symptoms. This is uh, week 11 of having symptoms. And this is the first week where I feel that I have breath in my lungs and I can do this podcast. I actually did record two podcasts during the time of when I was sick. And one of them was at the very beginning before I had my second wave of the COVID symptoms that really kind of took me down a sick path. And then the the other one was shortly thereafter when I talked about your word for the year. And then I haven't done any recording. I have really just rested and then rested and then rested some more. So I am so grateful to be back here with you guys to be getting back on track and recording episodes for the Fully Restored podcast. And this week and the next two weeks, I have a series that I am going to be sharing with you that is something that I've feel is really important to actually share with you. And so I'm real excited about this series. Back in the first weekend of March, talking March 2020, just as COVID was on the news in Washington State. And for those of you that don't know, I used to live in Washington State. And that was actually my last month in Washington State was in the month of March. And I was at a leadership retreat for ministry I lead Three days before the retreat, COVID was in the news that it hit Washington State. So we had this retreat. It was before there were any quarantines or anything that were happening. And during this retreat, we did something very different from our normal yearly planning. We prayed. Friday nights, I always share a message. And then we kind of have planning on Saturday and another message Saturday night and Sunday morning. And it's just an amazing, powerful time that we always have of our yearly planning retreat. But this time, after I shared and part of what I shared led us to do what we did that night was we laid down just like Abraham laid down Isaac, his son. We laid down every aspect of our ministry and asked God to lead us to pick up only that which he wanted us to. It was a very different leadership retreat for sure. And it was very symbolic. And what we did is we took index cards and we wrote down all aspects of our ministry, each on an individual card as a whole. And then we wrote down our individual dreams, our roles, and our vision 
for the ministry. And we put, with lots of tears, we laid everything down before Jesus and we surrendered everything at his feet. And it was a powerful time. And it was a time of, okay, God, it's your ministry, not ours. We want to build your kingdom, not our own kingdom. The next morning, we spent some time in worship. And then we, again, did something different. And we all took off to a different place on the house and the property. The retreat house is on a lake. And we spent an hour in prayer alone with Jesus. And our focus was asking God, what is your plans? What is your will for this ministry? And God, what is your plan? What is your will for me? And do I fit in this ministry still? And at that time, I felt God spoke three words to me about this next season. And I thought it was for our ministry. I thought it was for a yearly conference. That was going to be our theme and for a Bible study. And not long after that retreat, probably no more than two months after that retreat, I realized that these three words represented the season, the year 2020 and beyond that God was taking us into. And so that's what I want to share with you is those three words. And over the next three weeks, we're going to be doing this series. But I want us to start in God's word, because that's where we always got to start, right? That's where we get our foundation. And in Matthew 26, I'm going to start with verse 36. And this is titled, The Prayer in the Garden. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time he went away and prayed, saying, O my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. In this scripture, we see a pattern that Jesus lived consistently and modeled well to us throughout his time on earth. In fact, we could just do a whole study about that, about the times that Jesus would encourage his disciples to pull aside and to pray. He would pause for ministry from others, and he would go in prayer. He consistently paused to be with his father. It was a lifestyle that he modeled for us. The first word that God spoke to me was pause. How many of us would agree that since COVID happened, the pause button was hit in our lives as individuals, as the church, which is the body of Christ, as communities, as states, our nation, and the world. We were given shelter-in-place direction, and church, we need to see that God had not just us as individuals, 
but our community, our state, our nation, and the world in a time of pause. This is about COVID, but it's about something greater as well. See, the pause represents us drawing closer to God. Before I go deeper into us growing or drawing closer to God, I want to share a nugget with you for you to ponder in your heart and evaluate as individuals about your own self. I have an analogy, and if you don't know me well, you're going to find I'm always saying, I have an analogy because I am a picture person and I see things visually. So snorkeling versus scuba diving is this analogy. And snorkeling is something I absolutely love to do. Living in Washington State for 16 years, every vacation that we could take over that 16 years, we went someplace that was warm and tropical and had beaches because I'm a beach girl. I grew up in California by the beach. And snorkeling is just what we do whenever we go to wherever tropical place that we go to for vacation. And the thing about snorkeling is we have our face, right? We have a mask and we have this tube that one end is in our mouth and the other end is above our head. And so that's how we can breathe and get our oxygen as we are swimming over the top of the water. Now, the last time I went scuba diving was over four years ago, and we went on a cruise with some friends, and it was the longest cruise we'd ever taken. It was seven days. And as we're out there snorkeling, we went on a, um, in the Virgin Islands we got to go to, and we went on a trip to go snorkeling. And we're following behind our leader, and I'm in the back of the group, and I see the leader popping up and other people popping up. And so I pop up to see, oh, what is she going to tell us? And she's pointing at me and then pointing down at the water. So I finally get, oh, I think she's talking to me. And I put my face in the water and I literally almost collided with this huge, huge, humongous sea turtle. I cannot express that enough how big this sea turtle was. And I'm trying to swim away from it. I'm moving my arms back as the current is taking me towards him. And the sea turtle just goes up, keeps cruising, gets its breath of air, and then goes back down. See, my view was limited because when you're snorkeling, you have limited perception. And often in life, what we do is we have limited perception of what's going on, limited view, And we focus on people, circumstances, and situations. We blame. Now, God's desire is for us not to be snorkeling Christians, but to be scuba diving Christians. Now, when we scuba dive, we have full gear on, right? It's not a limited view. So you have the air tank, you have the ability, the wetsuit, the mask, everything, oxygen, and you have the ability to go down deeper and to find hidden treasures and to see more what is all around you. Now, as Christians, as individuals, God is desiring that we go down deeper and that we get to the heart issue and not focus on people, circumstances, and situations. Now, you're probably wondering, why am I sharing this with you? Well, it's because When we focus on the people, circumstances, or situations, we're missing the deep work God is wanting to do in us individually. 
So pausing the noise in our lives, refocusing our priorities, and giving us margin in our lives to hear God's voice and to respond to him is what the pause season is all about. But we could miss that if we continue to focus and be snorkeling instead of scuba diving. So do you understand this? Our lives, they were too busy. We had too much noise in our lives, too much on our plate to fully hear all God was and is wanting to say to us. The margin, which is found on writing paper, the right and the left side where we don't write on. For those that when we go to school, you know, we're taught when you write a paper, Don't write in the margins. The margins are supposed to stay white. Those represent the places of pause and rest in our lives. But in life, we tend to fill up the entire paper. So there's no room. There's no pause. There's no time for rest because it's all filled up and we're go, 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 go kind of people. If you could see me right now, I'm just telling you, friend, my hand is raised and I'm not speaking at you, but from a place of me too. My life was too busy. In fact, the year before all of this happened, the year before COVID, the year before that March retreat that I had with my leaders, I had been praying and asking God for a sabbatical. I was asking for a season of not working, for a time of healing, a time of rest, because I knew my soul desperately needed it. I was asking God to rearrange our lives so I could do that. Well, at the end of March, we moved across the United States. And until just three weeks ago, I worked very part-time for the rest of 2020. And God gave me the rest I so desperately needed. And in that time, he was able to show me new things to do. And out of that, this podcast came. In fact, I had wanted to do a podcast for a couple of years, but my life was just too busy. I didn't have margin for it. And in that year, I learned that that was one of the things that was to be on my plate as other things were taken off. The pause button I've been talking about was hit for many. Now, we know not everybody during this last year have been able to pause, right? Those in the medical field, weren't able to hit that pause button. But for most of us, the pause button was hit. We began to work from home. School happened at home. And we had time to sit with our thoughts, to sit with our choices, our life decisions, and to be with God and draw closer to him. I don't know about you, but I turned off the news partway through. And it's been months since I have put the news on in the morning, which was a normal part of my morning routine. And I don't do that anymore. I needed and we needed the pause for this next season. And this is so important for us to hear. We need the pause for the next season in our life. The pause is about us living a life leaning on Jesus and into Jesus, not just a partial lean, but a full leaning on Jesus. And I want to pause for a second, and I'm just repeating the same word, but I didn't mean to do that right there. But I want us to understand that life is about seasons, okay? So we have winter, spring, summer, and fall. There is a pattern the way life is. So one season leads to the next season, which leads to the next season, okay? Spring, 
the flowers and life bursts forth, right? Babies are born, baby animals are born. The summer is a a hotter season and that sun really helps the crops and the thing, the fruits and everything to grow. And then fall, the leaves begin to fall off, which is a preparation for the winter season, right? When the coldness comes. So we need the pause for the next season that is coming, okay? It's about us learning, as I mentioned, leaning on Jesus and into Jesus, and not just a partial lean, but a full leaning on Jesus. It's about resting our bodies, our minds, our souls, so that we can hear and comprehend what Jesus is speaking to us. Now, I love big overstuffed chairs. You know, the kind that is so big, you have to climb up into it where you're fully like leaning back into it. Your legs are up. Your weight is on the chair. It's that kind of chair that it's not easy to get out of either. This is how we need to learn to lean on God, not with one foot in our opinions and our perceptions or depending on our flesh to keep us stable. No, the kind where we are solely dependent on Jesus. I'm sure there are a few of you who have had experiences in your life when that's exactly what you did, where you were fully dependent on Jesus with illness or finances, relationship issues, family conflict. You fill in the blank. See, in this season, we need to pause so we can get realigned back to where and who and what God has for each of us. The pause is not a punishment. Let me say that again so you can absorb that. The pause season is not a punishment. In fact, it's preparation for what's coming next. See, Jesus, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was trying to teach his disciples to pause, to be so in tune with the Father that they recognize the season's coming and have the strength, peace, and everything that they need in preparation for that next season. Pause is to give us rest. Pause is to realign us into the purpose that God has for us. And pause is to prepare us. So friends, I want to encourage you between now and the next week to do a couple of things with me. The first would be is to make adjustments in your daily schedule to pause with Jesus. The second one would be is to commit to 15 minutes a day or more where you spend time seeking Jesus in your life. And then the third is to read Psalms 27 and journal what the Holy Spirit whispers to your heart. See, we're going to do each of these as we learn to live a lifestyle of pausing, just as Jesus modeled for us. This is not just for a short season in our life. This is a lifestyle of learning to pause, to pull aside, and to seek the Father and what His will is for our lives. Friends, I just have so much anticipation of what God is going to do in each of us as we take this time to pause with God. Now, next week, we're going to continue with this series with the second word of this three-part series. And I pray that you will share this episode with your friends and family. There is just something so beautiful that God is doing in us. And I just have 
so much excitement and anticipation of what that is. I'm so grateful that you have been here with us today. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear what God is saying to you as you do our three action steps of making adjustment in your daily schedule to pause with Jesus, committing to 15 minutes a day to prayer and spending time seeking Jesus in your life and reading Psalms 27 and journaling what the Holy Spirit whispers to your heart. Remember, pauses to give us rest, pauses to realign us into the purpose that God has for us, and pause is to prepare us. I want to pray for you before we end. Lord, I thank you for each and every one of my friends here. I pray, Father, as we pause, as we readjust our lives, as we make it a lifestyle practice and not just a one-week event. Father, I pray that, first of all, that it would become a habit within us, that we would put the pauses, that we would keep the margin in our lives, that we would have balance within us, that we would not be so consumed with what is going on around us that we miss what you are wanting to speak to us. I pray that you would anoint our ears to hear your voice, anoint our eyes to see the things spiritually, God, that you're desiring to show us, and soften our hearts to those revelations, to those areas of where you're maybe asking us to lay things down. Lord, we need you. Forgive us for filling our lives with such busyness that we miss those moments of you wanting to have conversation with us. We submit to you. We lay every aspect of our life down at your feet. And we say, Father, what is your will for our life for this season? We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. So our show notes that we shared today can be found at my website, podcast.fullyrestored.love. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date on all of our shows. And I would appreciate it if you could leave a review and a rating as well on whatever platform you're listening to us on and share this podcast with all your friends. I would love to stay connected with you. In fact, I want to hear from you this next week, whether it's through a comment on the podcast or through my Facebook page or Instagram of what God is saying to you as you put into practice our call to action steps this week. So I can be found on Facebook and Instagram at author Kristen Klaus. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Fully Restored Podcast and you, like me, feel like you're walking away with some valuable tools in your relationship with God because that is the most important thing. And we need to remember to keep that margin in our life. And remember, friends, nothing or no one is beyond restoration with our Jesus.